Super Talk Mississippi media production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. Plenty of events to unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And take your browser over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I've got some friends in the studio with me today. And we're talking about Ralph Zuki. He is from St. Louis. He's a Rotarian. And he is making his way to Houston to help Rotary International's campaign to eradicate polio. And with us, we also have Rotarian Dr. Nelson. He is from Mississippi. He lives here in central Mississippi. He is the director of Office of Health Data and Research for the Department of Health, but he's a polio survivor. And so these two stories just go together so well, and what you're trying to accomplish is so cool. So welcome. We'll start there. I'm going to start with you, Ralph. All right. Where did this idea come from, which I'm sure is what you get asked all the time? How does someone from St. Louis say, I'm going to get on a bike and make my way to Houston, stop in Mississippi, and raise some awareness? Well, this isn't my first time doing this. Uh, Three years ago, I did the same ride from St. Louis to Toronto for the International Conference. Um, And at that conference, I had said that if polio wasn't eradicated by the time the Houston conference came around, I was going to do the bike ride to Houston as well. How often do you all have your international conference? Well, it's every year, but it's not always on on the uh, North American continent. So this is the first opportunity after Toronto to do that. And uh, more importantly, I hope that we do eradicate polio soon because the next one is, I believe, in Alberta or no, Calgary. And that's 1,800 miles, mostly uphill. I don't want to do that. So so if you are putting out that kind of claim, Ralph, that means that y'all are very close to eradicating. And I say y'all, but the world, but mm-hmm. the efforts behind eradicating. How close is the world? Currently this year, there are two cases worldwide. So we're, we're very close. But until it's gone, it's still a threat. And... You have to be at zero for three years for it to be certified as polio-free. So we, we still have a little bit to go, but we're so close, and we really, really want to get it done. And, and my legs really, really want to see this get done, too. Because <laughs> I know they're definitely tired. Okay, Dr. Nelson, this is a personal story for you as well as you've you know dedicated to your life as a Rotarian to raise awareness as a polio survivor. When you hear two cases, you think, oh, that's nothing. What are we worried about that for? Let's rewind. I mean, I don't even know how many decades or, um, I guess, generations ago where polio was a, a serious issue. So take us back to when polio was scary, scary, scary. Well, I, I would say probably because Ralph has been doing this awesome adventure, and uh, I'm, I'm so happy to 
finally meet him in person. I mean, we had this approach by emails and stuff. And so thank you to the district for supporting this endeavor. Um, there was another new case uh, that we had. So we have three cases oh. right now. It's bad news. We're not, three this is cases. good things. I mean, Dr. Nelson? Wa- three wild polio cases now, one in Afghanistan and two in Pakistan. There's this okay. recent, recent case was also in <laughs> Pakistan. Let me, let me see if I can read the name of the province correctly. It was in the Hiber Pakhtunkhwa province in Pakistan, here in the borderline with Afghanistan. I'm so glad you tried to pronounce so that. I am so appreciative of your ability to nail that, because I would have skirted it just like I do your last name, Dr. Nelson. Yes, and, that's, that's, and, and I appreciate that, uh, Rebecca. So, uh, yes, it's. I mean, polio has been with us since thousands of years. I mean, okay, so more than generations. Correct, yeah. yes. It, it, there, there is actually, in, in one of the tombs that were discovered from the ancient a, a, a Egypt, uh, there is there an actual uh, painting of a man with polio, with with an atrophic leg from polio. So it's been with us for thousands of years. So this this virus is not easy to get rid of. Uh, even though right now we are having three cases in 2022, this is this is you know uh, a very uh, important milestone that we're reaching uh, yes we're very close but we still need to do more work because th- there's the problem of still having well poliovirus cases but also we're having some cases that are coming from mutations of the viruses that were in the vaccines and this is due to some low vaccination rates in certain areas of the world so it's it's uh, it, it's going to keep us busy uh, for some time uh, but hopefully, I agree with Ralph uh, that we'll have this eradication of wild polio cases soon. Soon. And Ralph says my legs want that as well because you're yes. on this sort of mission. <laughs> but raising awareness is part of it because sometimes when science uh, matches the need that you know the world needs and helps eradicate something, we tend to take that for granted. And then we forget all the work or all the scariness that mm-hmm. went on you know, when the virus was, was with us. And yeah. you, know, you don't want to slip backwards. Ralph, you have an interesting story how you made it into just being a Rotarian. Can you share that connection? Because really, this is also a Rotarian uh, story. Because as an organization, you know they really led the way of get of eradic of trying to eradicate polio through vaccination distribution. So I, I uh, ended up in Rotary because I was I was dating a woman. Um, Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear that a lot actually, but um, I was dating a woman, and, and quite simply, she asked. And uh, at the time, I I knew very little about Rotary, and she told me a little bit, but then I went home and I did my research. And what I found out was that Rotary is an amazing organization in that, as an individual, I I can sort of pick what my passion is. So actually, when I first started Rotary, water was my passion, doing clean water, and uh, which actually ties in a bit with polio as well, because mm-hmm. it's a waterborne disease. Correct. So... I started out the first three years. I did an international international projects, and uh, then it sort of went into the polio side. And it's just that I, I have say I can do within the framework of 1.2 million Rotarians. I can actually do what I want to do. What I what what makes me really happy. And there's very few organizations that you can go to, and you have that freedom that as long as it fits within their pillars. They're fine with it. And, uh, you know, all you have to do is sell it to your club. 
once you sell it to your club, you know, then then you go with it. And uh, and actually, the whole polio story with with Rotary, it, it started in the Philippines. It was it was I believe a past president who said, "I want to eradicate polio in the Philippines." And they did it. They they started doing it, and it, it just snowballed. And finally, Rotary, I think in the early 80s, said, yeah. let's make this uh, our goal. And at the time, a lot of people were skeptical it could even be done. There was about 350,000 cases a year. And now look at us now. We're, we're down to a handful. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been an amazing ride. I Literally, figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All of the above. So yeah. and and I have done other rides. So I, I do one thing about when you do fundraising is that you you try to provide some entertainment back, and that's part of what the the, the rickshaw is for. It's also a hook. I mean, if I was just bike riding from St. Louis to Houston, a lot of people can do that. It's really not that difficult. But when you throw a hundred and thirteen pound rickshaw on it, and describe you know, that for us, what is that? What are you pulling behind your back? Okay, your so, back. Well, your back, <laughs> but your bike. <laughs> um, okay, probably an easier way is that it looks like a lazy boy chair. Now, Barker Lounger was sort of the brand before Lazy Boy, and um, so it kind of looks like it's that mounted on two wheels that's attached to my bike. Um, but we went with Barker Lounger because, quite honestly, Lazy Boy Rickshaw doesn't roll off the tongue very well, but Barker Lounger Rickshaw does. So we went with that. It just sounded better. It was marketing. And um, so it was just, you know. That You're was, a carpenter. Did you create it? Yeah, I actually built it. Uh, I, I, I had actually built it because somebody had asked me about doing another fundraiser, and I was going to do a ride across country. and. They said, well, that's fine, but a lot of people do that. And she's right. I have four family members who have gone cross-country. Strange family. So, <laughs> and uh, very ambitious people. And uh, actually, I'm really glad we didn't do that with the rickshaw because the Rockies would have been awful. Um, but but anyway, so um, she said, well, what's your hook? And I said, well, I'm riding cross-country. But, you know, she said, no, no, you got to have something better than that. And admittedly, I was sitting at a bar, and I probably was on my third pint at that point. I just said, well, how about with a Barker Lounger rickshaw? And to be quite honest, I have no idea where it came from. So, And she said, she kind of laughed, and she said, what's that? And I said, give me a couple weeks, and I'll, I'll figure it out. And so I went back to the shop, and we built it. Well, when you think about, though, international travel and other places, this is a form of, of transportation for a lot of folks is you have bicycles, and then you have, like, the seat on the back. It's like a little taxi. Right. Um, it's not always recreational, right? It definitely probably isn't something you want to do a little dehydrated from a couple of pints. But, I mean, people see it, and they recognize maybe what, it, what it's for, and it looks like fun, at least for the person who is, is in the back, yes. <laughs> sort of in the back, but I think you've been having a lot of fun with your trip. We'll get more with Ralph and Dr. Nelson coming up next here on Good Things. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to go. 
This is Daniel Norman. Looking for a quality, heavy-duty trailer manufactured right here in Mississippi? We've got what you need at Rebel Ace Hardware. Rebel has a large selection of utility trailers in a variety of styles and sizes, including single and double axle, dovetail trailers, and more. Bundle your new trailer with a Gravely or Skag mower and save big. There's a Rebel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at rebelhardware.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from ICAR and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry and we always got some, uh, some good reviews never did get one that was uh, that was not good and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with jerry so i'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust call clark's construction at 601-214-9463 for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk celebrating our 40th anniversary at cock of the walk voted the best catfish in mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens coleslaw and a skillet of our homemade cornbread with locations on the reservoir pocahontas and one mile from the grand Ole Opry in nashville tennessee catfish hush puppies and fried dill pickles for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk i like chicken i like fish i like hush puppies i love it catfish is excellent for a flipping good time come down to cock of the walk this is ben shapiro reminding you to listen to the ben shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m here on 97.3 super talk jackson Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. There's a lot of good things to do in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And hope you're over at supertalktv.com. You can meet Ralph Zuki. He is riding his bike from St. Louis, which is where he calls home, to Houston to help Rotary International's campaign to eradicate polio. And we have Rotarian Dr. Nelson with us, um, who is a polio survivor. And during the break, you were just chatting about the fact that here in America, polio was eradicated in the 1980s, I think it was. And so I was born in 83. 
three. So that makes me think, gosh, you know, I've only learned about polio through history books and, you know, awareness campaigns still for mm-hmm. the vaccine or when you when I had my own children and that was part of, you know, just their Correct. well baby, whatever. But for for you, Dr. Nelson, it was it wasn't as, you know, it was a little bit more real than that. So when did you uh, contract polio? Well, that was I was three years of age. Uh, at that time, there was an outbreak in Colombia. Um, well, probably the audience already know by my accent. I'm from Colombia, Mississippi, uh, Mississippi right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so uh, well, actually, a little south, south than that. Right? But we'll claim it, you in, Col- in Oh, yes. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm a proud Mississippian now. I can yeah. say that. And so uh, there was an outbreak, and uh, unfortunately, at that moment, uh, the the vaccine needs to follow a certain protocol for handling and distribution and a lot of that has to do with the cold the conditions for keeping it cold you know the refrigeration at some point that batch of vaccines got damaged because the 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 refrigeration was not properly kept so those that batch was damaged that's the vaccine I got. So, uh, unfortunately, I was not receiving the protection from the vaccine. So, I end up having polio. Um, and, and, and that is what brought me to Rotary. I mean, uh, all my life. I started going to rehab clinics. Uh, Rotary International had rehab clinics for polio patients. And uh, my first memories is going to a rehab clinic there back home. Uh, with that huge wheel of rotary there. So to me, it was coming like, well, a lady brought to, love brought you to pol- uh, to rotary to fight polio, right? Yeah. And and to me, it was a different kind of story coming to, to rotary, but it's also the same powerful motive. It's, it's, it's fight against polio. So rotary's part in the polio, er- eradicating polio, is it that they help create the vaccine, or once there was a vaccine, did they then take over and sort of help with the distribution? Because, I mean, you're thinking, you know, even even today, when we think about the distribution for the COVID vaccine, a lot of the framework was already laid through the hard work the Rotarians Correct. did for, for polio in terms of world vaccination. Correct. So was, it, was the vaccine already there, or did Rotarian no. have that work i mean it was it was a coincidence because the the science on one side was working on the vaccines right there were there were there were some vaccines that were created and and and, and improved uh, then rotary came in you know as the biggest challenge for humanity at that moment uh rotary took the you know the baton and say well we're gonna run against polio we're we're gonna fight for eradicating this disease and 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 then rotary started organizing uh the distribution and do the fundraising and support the governments all over the world to have the efforts uh on vaccinations and then the results start coming um like uh, Ralph was saying that among the first countries to start with that was in the Philippines. That's that's when, let's say, it was it came to be a challenge for Rotary to eradicate polio. And now, I mean, three cases this year so far, May 2022, we're closed, and and we'll get it done. I had the opportunity to make a, a speech in our uh, Starvik Rotary Club this this January. And I was saying, well, remember when Kennedy said to the American people in the 60s, 
I want to have an American in the moon by the end of this decade. And then I said to our fellow Rotarians that day, I said, I would like to see polio eradicated by the end of this decade. I know we can do it. Is that we, we are Rotarians. We are not quitters. We get the job done. We're going to get the eradication before the end of this decade. I'm pretty sure of that. And that's where it feels like the baton's been passed to Ralph and others who like to really make a splash with raising of awareness. You're actually in good uh, company, Ralph. Stephen Goldfort reminds us that Elvis was a spokesperson for polio vaccines in the 50s, which you may not know. Right. Mississippi is his home, his own state. So we can put mm-hmm. you in the line with <laughs> yes. with Elvis for that. I'm not shaking it, though. Um, <laughs> You're just peddling it, right? One thing also to, to keep in mind is that we, we look and we say, okay, there's three cases why do we need to keep raising money? And it's very important to understand that the, the giving of the vaccines is, is a portion of what's going on. There's also monitoring. So any country that has potentially uh, uh, bad sanitation, mm-hmm. they have to keep monitoring in those because it is a waterborne illness. And that takes people doing – there's water sampling. There's If there's a, a, a suspected outbreak, there's stool samples that have to be done. There has to be research that uh, – places that goes to, to be checked and see if this is actually what's going on. And that's very expensive. And so and, – and realizing that that has to go on beyond reaching zero mm-hmm. for a number of years so that right. we can safely say, yes, this is totally gone – and it's a very expensive job to do. So that's that's part of why, even though we're really low on the numbers of, of cases, it's important that we still keep putting the funds to it so it's, we know without a doubt it's gone. And finishing the job, Correct. right? And, Dr. Nelson, you were sharing that the one job has been finished. There's one, only one other <clears throat> disease that's been declared eradicated worldwide. What is that? Correct. It's, it's uh, smallpox. So it can be done? Yes, it can be done. Uh, I mean, we still have virus in vials contained in safe, uh, um, what, what is this? Uh, Refrigeration? Huge, or Huge, no, these huge vaults uh, for security reasons. I mean, the reason why we're keeping some samples of the virus is because we never know with viruses if they can come up again. You need to get back to the source to be able to Correct. create, yeah. So science has been, you know, very successful in that part. And the fact that polio is about to be the second, that tells you how difficult this is. And as Raf was saying, I mean, is is the surveillance part. I mean, the reason why we know at this point that in May 2022 that we have three cases. I mean, he came to the studio still with the information that there were two cases. And then I, I'm telling him, no, we have three. I, I reminded ha- you this was a good thing. So you can't, no. you can't up <laughs> no. that number. It, that, but, but that's, you know, this is, this is the nature of science that we, we keep, we keep those numbers yeah. in, 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 on the top of our minds because that's what keeps us going is, is kind of the challenge is that, okay, yes, we, we had a third case last year. We had uh, less than that, but still we keep going. We keep going. And that way, people like me and then my children, that's one less thing we have to worry about with our kids is Correct. polio, um, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. Uh, and thanks to just the continued awareness like that you're doing, uh, Ralph, do you find when you do your media stops or you meet with people along the way, I think you're right at 500.8 miles, there I think is what I heard there earlier, you and you're getting, you're over the hump of, just getting, over the hump. of getting to your goal <laughs> that some folks like hadn't thought about polio in years, like you're bringing it back up 
or, or introducing it to them for the first time? Unless you're a, retar- uh, a Rotarian, almost nobody knows that polio is still there. And I feel like know, it's on the list of the vaccines that your kids get, and then your yeah. pediatrician sort of tells you, and your or you have the images of the iron lung in your head from TV or the movies. Well, I mean, to, yeah. a good example when you said when you were born, I'm like, wow, you've never even had to in the U.S. You've never had to worry about it, and that's understandable if it's not you know something that you're going to see a lot. You wouldn't think about it. Mm-hmm. So that's part of my my thing is uh, engaging with. I engage with everyone who looks at me. You know? Which is probably a lot of people when you're riding around and again, in that, a bicycle with a seat the on the back. That's the whole part of the rickshaw is that it, 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 the rickshaw doesn't have any real significance other than it's a tool to engage people. And and to be quite honest, it's also – it's it, when I get to engage people, that's when I'm like having my most fun. 7 o'clock in the morning when you're getting ready to ride 40 miles in this heat, uh, you know, that's not always the best part of my morning. But as soon as I get in and I get to start talking to people, mm-hmm. any time I stop for a water break, you know, somebody's going to walk over and be like, what is this? And we'll take the cover off. And I said, you know, I get them into the rickshaw. And for about a minute, because once you're in and I'm moving, you can't get out. <laughs> and, and not that, that anyone's ever creepy. wanted to. No, yeah. no one's ever wanted to. It's very comfortable. Um, but, but that allows me a minute to give them a quick talk about Rotary and polio and, and the roles yeah. that, that Rotary has had in the eradication of polio. I think it'd be interesting if you're listening to Good Things Today and maybe you have been born the 80s or after to ask your parents or grandparents about polio. You heard it today and just, you know, and they'd probably be like, wow, I hadn't thought about that in years. Good. But more than likely, if they were born, you know, in the 40s or 50s or earlier, they are definitely aware mm-hmm. of it, at least from a worldwide uh, perspective. Well, your journey's not over. And neither is ours with you, Ralph. So we've got a few more things with you coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 93. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 70 degrees. Your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Friday evening, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 70. And for your Saturday, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 90 degrees. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. How do we make a great deal even greater at AgUp Equipment? We up it. During the 75th anniversary, get an added $1,075 discount on a John Deere 5E tractor, bringing the total discount to $3,825 off. And get 0% financing while you still can. So tackle the big jobs in a 5E tractor with up to 73 horsepower. Visit agup.com. Offer valid 516 through 53022 or when inventory runs out. Three-cylinder tractors only. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Quality. 
stability and value go hand in hand at All Britain's, All Britain's Jewelers. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. It's Lisa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Top Mississippi News. Family Dollar has announced that it'll be closing the rodent-infested Arkansas Distribution Center that sent contaminated products to hundreds of stores across the South, including Mississippi. Fox's Tom Rigotti has more. More than a 1,000 rodents were discovered by FDA inspectors at the West Memphis, Arkansas facility in February after the agency received a consumer complaint. That forced the recall of items from hundreds of stores and the closure of over 400 stores in six southern states. Products removed from store shelves included everything from people and pet food to cosmetics, as well as medical devices and over-the-counter meds. Family Dollar says it's not aware of any illnesses relating to the recall. The company says the distribution center will be shuttered by the end of October, affecting approximately 300 employees. To read more about the infestation at the Family Dollar Distribution Center in Arkansas, go to supertalk.fm. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th. With J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Big Head Todd and the Monsters. Plus Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. 
Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. and planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And everything you need to know about polio can be found from our guests over at supertalktv.com. <laughs> We're still talking with Ralph Zuki. He is from St. Louis. He's making his way to Houston. He stopped here in Mississippi on bike uh, for his awareness campaign to eradicate uh, polio. We got a text. Jeff in Oxford said, I remember the polio vaccine when I was a child. It was administered on a sugar cube. It was the tastiest vaccination ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and so I don't remember my kids getting a sugar cake. That, that helped su- a lot. <laughs> and also Elvis helped a lot. I mean, I'm on teenagers, especially at that time. Yeah. His promotion of polio vaccinations. And, and then still things like this help a lot. Ralph, I want to talk about your journey. When did you kick off from St. Louis? I left on May 3rd from St. Louis and uh, immediately crossed the river into Illinois and worked my way down partway through Illinois, back across at Cape Girardeau and down to Memphis and then to here and then we're going to be onward to Baton Rouge and then to Houston. And then to Houston. How many total miles? We're shooting for right around a thousand. My goal is actually a thousand. If I can get it, I'm going to, if, if I even get close, I'm going to spend an f- extra few hours to get there. We're going to get there. A thousand hours um, a on thousand, the bike. A thousand miles. I mean, a thousand, well, it's maybe a thousand hours. No, I don't think you bike. <laughs> I'm not it that may, slow. It may feel like a mile an hour, but you're probably going a little faster. I got tickled with you, Ralph. You you said that Mississippi's a little hillier than you thought. You thought we were just all the, pla- uh, the flat plains yeah, of the Delta? Yeah, I, 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 was, I was told I actually chose my road with uh, route a little wrong i should have gone a little bit more west but you Where'd know you come we, into mississippi uh let's see i'm trying to think where we, it was straight down straight down from memphis mm. hernando um, that sounds about south haven right. kind of yeah, sort of area i think yeah. so and um yeah I, I was very surprised i i we had scouted this out in january but it's hard to do it from a vehicle and if you make you know if you find one area is not ideal you have to backtrack and we just didn't have the time to do it all the way and so um we're making some adjustments now and and uh it's all going to work out is there a team with you i have one sag driver with me at all times um my last sag driver mick just flew out this morning to go back to st louis and i have kevin coming in this this evening and He's going to take me all the way to Houston. So, and he he did part of the uh, Toronto ride as well. With all of that bike riding, though, that you've earned a lot of good meals. Have you got? Have you eaten well on your trip? <laughs> I, I, I'm sincerely hoping that I lose a little weight on this trip because Toronto, I lost five pounds, seven hundred and three miles. I only lost five pounds. So, uh, Rotarians feed me very well. <laughs> well, that's another thing to a part of your trip is you are start uh, you are um, stopping at uh, clubs along the route. Mm-hmm. How many have you stopped to uh, here in Mississippi? 
Oh, I think in Mississippi we probably have seven or eight so far, and I know mm-hmm. we have a few more to go. Um, it, it's it's hard. We we would love to give more, but you know, Rotary clubs usually meet a certain time, one day a week. So if we're too far away, we just well sometimes it is for yeah. breakfast, and uh, every once in a while there's an evening meeting. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's hard to to we we try to engage as much as we can, you know, and and uh, yeah, but it, it's always fun when we do, and they always feed us and. I will say um, most Rotary clubs have really good food. Mm-hmm. We have had – there's been a couple that was like, mm, okay. <laughs> so we'll, we'll head on over someplace else later and have a bag. Well, you're in Mississippi, so this would not be, be the state to diet. I would just go on and say that. You better stop off and at least have <laughs> some delicious food along okay. along your route. Uh, was it banana pie? Banana or, pie or, or banana, banana pudding? Bana- pudding. Oh, my God. Banana pie. I will okay. never look no, no, no. at it the same Sorry. way again. Banana pudding is is an awesome thing. Uh, and it, we don't get very much of that up in St. Louis. So it's like every time I see it, I'm like, yeah, we, we'll take at least one bowl of that. Everybody's mouth just started to water, <laughs> Ralph. Everybody went straight to their grandmother or their aunt that makes the best banana pudding. It's a whole thing here. It's mm-hmm. considered religion. And usually this time of year is when it starts to break out. Okay, so if you see a red rickshaw riding down the road and you have an extra slice, I'm always up for it. And we'll figure out who has the best one. Derek in Greenwood asked, are you pulling a red trailer behind your bike? Or you pa- <laughs> yes. He passed you on Highway 49 in Tulua. Did I say that? Chula. 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 I always get it wrong. And then tell Ralph he is traveling down Highway 51. He would like to stop in Bogachita at the Bogachita Boys Restaurant. They will gladly treat you to lunch or dinner. They're just south of Brookhaven. So you see, Mississippians are going to feed you. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, <laughs> my doctor may may disagree, but I, I love that. We'll, we'll try to have you get to Houston on good shape. <laughs> so you had to, I mean, at least the hospitality. We, we're the best state, right? Yeah, uh, Y'all have done very well. Very well. So... It's been again. It's been so much fun, um, and and Mississippi is probably the biggest state that I'm riding through as far as miles. Uh, again, if y'all could flatten out those hills a little more, it'd be a lot better. But it's a beautiful state, and it's honestly, too bad you didn't come from the Delta. Well, if you did, and then you got here, you would really be angry because it would have been kind of uphill. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I got to tell you, uh, I, I've driven through Mississippi a couple times. This is the most time I've spent it, and it, it really is a stunningly beautiful state. Mm-hmm. And I've really, I've been pleasantly surprised at how how much I'm enjoying riding here. I hope some of your ride will be on the Natchez Trace. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, did that yesterday. Next two days will be, and and that was that was heaven. <laughs> was too bad too you weren't doing that uh, during the fall, and you could see the beautiful leaf and the weather would have been a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't know. It's now Mississippi's weather. You could have ended up in an ice storm in the fall, but traditionally it would have been a little bit cooler for you than maybe than maybe right now. I am going to make it back here to ride the entire parkway. Because this, this is a beautiful parkway to ride on. He said that right here on Good Things, y'all. We will hold that. <laughs> I hold will that come to back. You. But all this, again, is for that for that reason. There's three cases of polio left in mm-hmm. the world, which is mind-boggling when you think about that. And it still takes a lot of effort to eradicate that. When, when you think about only three cases left, Dr. Nelson, what does it take? Is it still vaccinations? Or what's where is the gaps that those three individuals found themselves with polio? I mean, uh, yes, part of it is vaccinations. And, and uh, as I was saying, some of, some of the virus that are out there because of the vaccines 
they mutated. So we'll still need to control those. I mean, kind of improve uh, the, the vaccinations in those areas. Um, and, of course, is getting to the people. And if you see the countries that we're talking about, Afghanistan and Pakistan, then you understand that besides the geographical difficulties that they have, this is the biggest mountain range in the earth, the Himalayas, right? So they share these huge mountains. And on top of that, you have these deep valleys and and very difficult places to get to. And on top of that, the circumstances of the environment, the cultures, some people that might be hesitant to have the vaccinations for religious reasons, some others that might be hesitant for political reasons. And remember what happened with Osama bin Laden, that unfortunately the, the plot to get to him was to, you know, uh, pretend that the crew that was doing the intelligence work were, you know, polio vaccination uh, people, so that adds a an additional layer of difficulty to the effort. But still, uh, if people stick t- with us as Rotarians, uh, we'll get it done. You'll definitely get it done. I yes. I am now seeing myself, seeing you, Dr. Nelson, uh, backpacking in the Himalayas, like <laughs> going going tent to tent, which I think is pretty much kind of what has to happen. Well, for, but, for let, to get, but let to get me done. tell you, Rebecca, if I have to do it, I'll do it. I put a backpack on me, and as as hard as it can be physically as a challenge, I wouldn't mind doing it. But I think it's important to remember too, if you're just tuning in with us, that Dr. Nelson is a survivor of polio, so you know, personally speaking, that this is nothing that you want back. In America, no. you want back gaining legs and, and growing from that three to then four to, you know, and that's how for viruses anybody do. in the world. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask this for anyone in the world. And so when you still have those stories of survivors, which you were even talking about in India, there's going to be a generation mm-hmm. of individuals who are still stricken with it, even though it's been eradicated five or six years ago. It's the aftermath. Mm-hmm. They, they know that you don't want this, uh, you know, in your town. And so I think it's those stories along with folks like you, Ralph, who are out there raising the fun and having the fun and raising the awareness that reminds us, like, it's a big deal. Yeah, and and I was saying of, of, the, mic, uh, of the record uh, to Ralph, thank you for doing this. I mean, as a polio survivor, I really appreciate what he's doing because this is really uh, – it, it, it takes a whole planet to get rid of this disease. So and, – and, and he is – what he's doing is awesome. Well, and we are glad you're doing it and not us doing it. And Andy and Jackson said, stay away from Vicksburg Military Park unless you want an extreme workout. I don't know if that is in your in your route. <laughs> I, as a cyclist, when you're when you're not with a rickshaw, hills are not bad. Liar. Uh, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be crazy about mountains, but hills usually aren't bad. Mm. With the 113 pound rickshaw, it becomes a whole nother beast and. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward. I've been told, and I'm hoping no one's lying to me about this, that the the ride from Baton Rouge to Houston's flat, and I'm really hoping so. You'll get a little bit of a break. We've got a short one. We'll be back. If you've got a question for Ralph, six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five, we'll round out good things with the guys coming up next. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight. Six days on the road and I'm gonna make it home tonight.
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Ladies, be your own first responder. Strong women own at least one firearm. They know how to clean it, store it, and see it for what it is, a tool that can protect her family. It's an act of love, so act today. Boondocks Firearms Training Academy has classes open for you and your loved ones, teaching firearm use and safety. Boondocks welcomes all levels of experience. Membership's available now, so like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit us at boondocksfta.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. It's cannon time! For all your summer road trips, come get a new Nissan from Cannon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan. We're open six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. When the smoke clears, nobody beats the Cannon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Hi, I'm David Frederick, owner of Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon. For more than 27 years, we've been selling and servicing Exmark mowers here in central Mississippi. Whether you have a city lot, a country estate, or a large institutional property, Exmark has a mower to fit your needs. I invite you to come by and check out all of what Exmark and Frederick's has to offer. With special financing available, we have mowers in stock and ready for you. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment, serving you since 1993. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in your cotton exchange, July cotton was up 323 to 147.70. December cotton was down 96 to 128.22. At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 27 and three quarters to 16.90 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were up 23 and a half to 1630 and a half per bushel. July corn was up one and three quarters to seven eighty three and a quarter per bushel. September corn was down two and three quarters to seven fifty and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up thirty two to one thirty two oh two. October live cattle was up seven cents to one thirty eight even. August feeders down sixty to one sixty five twenty. September feeders down fifty five to one sixty seven ninety. And after this hour, Dow Jones is down eighty nine points, thirty one thousand four oh one. I'm Dixon Williams, the Super Doc, Mississippi Agri News Network. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? <laughs> I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Things wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We're finding out more about the adventure that Ralph Azuki has been on for, I guess, what, now for a couple of weeks since uh, May 3rd? Let's see, I think I'm on we, uh, week day two. 19. Uh, I, oh, does it all start to sort of blur yeah, together? Yeah, it does. It really does. So he's riding his bike from St. Louis D- to Houston. Don't ask me what day of the week it is because I actually just don't know. Hoping to <laughs> no. get to that thousand miles for. Uh, um, to eradicate, uh, to help raise awareness and raise funds to, mm-hmm. to eradicate uh, polio. I love this. And we still are talking to Dr. Nelson, who is a survivor of the disease. And I think, though, but still there can be a lot of joy around an awareness campaign. And you've kind of added that uh, with with your um, with your with your journey. Have you had fun? Yeah, I've, I've been, you know, like I said, first thing in the morning, maybe not so much. But once I get to start to engage with people, that's when the fun starts. And uh I had a Rotarian along uh, a few years back who had passed away last year from COVID. Uh, his name is Greg Yank, and Greg Greg was a a very key person in my Rotary life who taught me that if you're not having fun in Rotary, you're not doing it right. And mm-hmm. I try to live that way with with you know keeping him in mind with that. Uh, I even have his name on my shirts. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Oh, that's an um, awesome tribute to him. You know, the other good thing in this story that I feel like <clears throat> shouldn't be missed is the fact that this literally took an army of organized people with a focused agenda mm-hmm. to get something done. And how incredible are humans? And it happened to be that it was Rotarians, and I think that's awesome. But there's nothing special about Rotarians and the fact that they, you know, they were just organized people who found a cause that they cared about and utilized their time, talent, and talents to go go after one target. Mm-hmm. And look what can happen. Because you were sharing the story that's the World Health Organization in the beginning, I think it was you, Dr. Nelson, who said that y'all are crazy, with all due mm-hmm. respect, to think that you could take on this Correct. this type of mission. How long has Rotarians been on the mission to eradicate polio? Well, uh, this is starting in, well, here it started here in the U.S., right? Uh, 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 right after the vaccine was available. Uh, that that rotor, Rotarians started picking up rot, polio as the natural cause to support. So that was in the 60s. Um, so we're talking about 60 years? Fi- yeah, more than 50, 50 years. More than 50 years of, of, of Rotary being involved in the fight of polio. And in such an instant gratification world, sometimes you have to pause to realize that to make real change, like real tangible change, Correct. although, I mean, there were plenty of countries and communities and families who were forever changed mm-hmm. and grateful within that you know, as as sort of a flood, you know, sort of going. But it's taken almost 60 years and not quite yet for mm-hmm. for the entire mission to be done. You can't stop. Like, you just have to keep going. You celebrate your victories one victory at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started Rotary, there were four countries that had wild-occurring polio. And I remember when India became polio-free, which was a huge big deal. I mean, that was one of the, the largest populations with, with polio. Correct. And you celebrate those victories. Uh, if you don't celebrate those along the way, you, you, you really do get frustrated. So um, 
now we're getting ready to celebrate the biggest one. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's, that's if, if you don't break it down, so even like the ride, I take my day, my mm-hmm. ride one day at a time. And, you know, maybe towards the end, you start to see that finish line, and, and that that's great. But, and we're now that we're getting close to that finish line with, with polio. So, we're getting ready to start celebrating a little bit. Yeah. Joe and Meridian wants to know, Ralph, what style bike and saddle do you use? Uh, I use a Gunner uh, bike. They're out of uh, Wisconsin. Uh, it's a steel frame, but it's it's actually very lightweight, and it's uh, got a bit of flexibility to it, so it's a comfortable ride. Um, you know, I actually don't know what saddle I'm using right now. <laughs> I hope it's soft. It's, no, it's actually it's, make it's nice hard. saddles. No, you know, it, what you find with if you start riding consistently all the time, um, your butt you, just gets you, used to it. Oh, it just gets numb. You don't even know it. Yeah, you don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've had absolutely no discomfort riding this at all. He wanted to add that five psi <laughs> to your tires will roll much better. It, it does. Um, and, and luckily, the rickshaw, because there's usually no weight in it other than the rickshaw itself, I can leave those about right. Mm-hmm. I'm 265 pounds. At least I was when I started. So I'm a big guy. And so uh, I try not to do the five extra PSI because the chance of me popping that tire if ah. I hit something mm-hmm. just increases. But so far, uh, luckily for me, I haven't had a flat tire yet. I'll have to say, you should check uh, Supertalk's <clears throat> social media site after this, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He's going to get me and Dr. Nelson out there and ride us around. And so it should be a lot of fun to see what it's like to be behind the man on mm-hmm. the mission. I I don't hope that you have to do it again because that will mean that a polio has not been eradicated. But I do hope you make your way back to Mississippi because I think uh, I think what you're doing is pretty oh, cool. Oh, I definitely will. I definitely the next will. time they have the international meeting, though, you probably would rather take it by car, by train, by plane, rather than by Just car. about any other way would if be If they nice. want to follow what you're doing, where can they go? Um, on Facebook, we have two pages. You can follow the St. Louis Civilians, which is my Rotary Club in St. Louis, or you can follow me on Ralph's Rickshaw, which is really easy because I am the only Ralph's Rickshaw on, on uh, social media. On the, whole, on the whole Facebook. And we'll make sure that we link to that as well. This has been a wonderful conversation. I will keep following this story. I think it's great. So thank you for your time. Thank you. All righty, you stick with us. we got more for you up next. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.